the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom, and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues, currently serving in Wesley Chapel in St. Pete in Tampa. And our Conexion congregation is a Spanish-speaking congregation, also in Wesley Chapel. Love to have you visit us. But let's begin with a time of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you. And as we are here on the last day of the year, um, we are to celebrate you all the time. And so we thank you for this year past. We're looking forward to this year coming, and we're looking to see you get the glory in everything we do. Father, we ask that you would be with the people of Israel and we ask that you'd protect them, put your angels round about them. And Lord, we pray that this war would be over quickly and the hostages would be returned. So we put that in your hands as well. Lord, I pray for this program that it would touch the hearts of people and get them excited about you and really send a revival spirit throughout the Tampa Bay area. So, Lord, we ask for your anointing. We ask for your spirit to just be upon me and everybody who listens. And we bless you and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Well, as I said, it's the end of the year, and uh, I do an assessment of myself and and the ministry, certainly, and our congregation. And, you know, I prayed a lot in 2023, and I believed and I expected. But, you know, I didn't see all the answers to my prayers. Uh, Probably you didn't either. Uh, However, Yeshua says in Luke 18.1 that we should always pray and not be discouraged. So he knew that we wouldn't get answers to all our prayers. Um, But he told us not to be discouraged. Keep praying. And so I'm not complaining. It was a good year. However, do I feel God answered some of my biggies? No. Um, Well, don't get me wrong. There were many answers to prayer, and uh, but I would have liked to seen some of my huge answers, uh, you know, from the Lord. And uh, so, am I discouraged? Well, of course, a little. Yeah, you got to be honest, right? 
So uh, is that normal? I think many people are discouraged when they don't see some us, one of their family members come to the Lord uh, in the year that they thought they would, you know. Uh, yeah, that's discouraging. But, you know, it's what you do when you're discouraged that defines your walk with the Lord. And that's why I've called the 21-day uh, time of prayer and fasting. Uh, I've begun the fast today, so in other words, Sunday, um, the 31st uh, is the first day of the fast, and it will obviously last then 20 days into January. Um, I don't want to make fasting complicated. A spiritual fast is giving up something that will allow you to have more time with God. Usually and scripturally, it has to do with food. Uh, however, you know, who knows if they had TV and social media, uh, and, and alike, uh, back then they may, maybe fasted that too. Whatever takes you away from your time with the Lord. So let's look at the spiritual resources that I can send you in order to uh, encourage you and help direct you as you take this time to get closer to God. And if you want this packet, just uh, call our office, 813-831-5673, and I'll send you this packet on prayer and fasting. Um, Believe it or not, it's about 30 pages long. Uh, It includes a 21-day devotional, as well as uh, many other helps and and things to read and think and pray about uh, as you go through um, your 21 days of prayer and fasting. So I, I hope you'll start today. And um, let's look at the theme of these 21 days. Uh, my theme is expect God's reward of revival. I believe God wants us to be revived. And that's what I'm praying for, his will. And God's power brings forth revival. God receives the glory when there is revival. A revival is a renewed passion for the Lord, spreading through ourselves, our family, our congregation, our community, where salvations and healings are part of what God is doing. May your expectation for revival be strong and God's reward of revival be extensive, right? Isn't that what we want? Our theme for prayer and fasting comes from mainly two scriptures. This is what God placed in my heart. Uh, The first scripture is Psalm 5, verses 2 to 4. It says, Hear my words, Adonai, consider my groaning, listen to the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to you. Adonai, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I order my prayer before you and watch expectantly. 
And that's what we have to do. We have to order our prayers each day and watch expectantly. The fact that we didn't have something answered yesterday, well, today we watch expectantly, and tomorrow we watch expectantly. That's what faith is all about. That's what knowing the Lord is all about. And his timing is perfect. My timing is yesterday. <laughs> they they don't happen usually at the same time. So the second scripture that I find extremely important for this idea of revival is Hebrews 11.6. Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For the one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Well, I'm hoping that most of you believe that he exists. But the next part, it can be a little difficult. It's that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Do you believe that? Is that part of your understanding of faith, that he is a rewarder of those who seek him? Well, do you believe scripture? Now, I realize that this is hard for a lot of people because, as I said, we don't always get answers to our prayers when we want it and exactly how it should look. It, It doesn't often happen that way. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But we have to walk by faith. And faith and scripture, which is the truth, says he's a rewarder of those who seek him. For anybody who would say that you uh, interpret scriptures differently than me, how would you interpret that scripture other than what seems obvious? He's a rewarder of those who seek him. All right. Well, this is a test of our faith. It really is. So may these 21 days of prayer and fasting be the beginning of an enormous revival, both personally and corporately. May our commitment to the Lord be anointed. So let's pray together for this revival. Lord, help us fast in order to spend more quality time with you in deep prayer scriptural revelation, and continuous expectation. Open our hearts and our hearts to all you have for us and our eyes. We are asking for a great infilling of your Holy Spirit in order for us to develop the spiritual authority and power that you intend for us. May we be excited about abiding in your presence. May your presence in us be undeniable and infectious with people desiring to have what you have given us. May we receive all you have for us with great faith, not because we deserve it, rather in order to bring you glory. May we have the strength and the burden to grow in the fruit of the Spirit and experience your power through the gifts of the Spirit. You have told us to be the salt of the earth and a light to the nations. 
May we fulfill your desire for us with consistency and faithfulness. This is our heart. We cry out to you to have the strength to overcome Hasatan, who wants to steal and destroy the very blessings that you desire for us. May we be focused on you. Now to the one who is able to keep you from stumbling, or keep us from stumbling, and to present us blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God our Savior, through Yeshua the Messiah our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, both now and forever. Amen. And that last uh, couple sentences is from Jude one twenty four and 25. You know how I love to pray Scripture, because uh, Scripture just is the heart of God. And if we're praying that, we're praying the heart of God, right? So I mentioned resources, and I have a bunch of resources for you. One is called Daily Time with the Lord, one hour or more. So what do you do if you've got an hour to spend with God? What do you do in that time? Well, there's so many things that actually you might need more than an hour. But uh, the first thing is, Will you commit during this prayer and fasting time to one hour minimum per day? You know, will you? do you believe that this is the beginning of your personal revival? So it's one thing to pray. It's also another thing to put feet to prayer. And this is, this is what we do. And, you know, in 1 Thessalonians 5, you all know this, it says to rejoice always, pray constantly and everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic messages, but test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Keep away from every kind of evil. Okay. So what are the things we do? Well, um, you know, the first thing you might want to do is read God's word. And then think about it. Study it. Do the devotional that I'm, I've sent out, 21 days. If you haven't gotten it yet, then call our office on Monday and we'll email it to you or send it out to you. So you'll only miss a couple days, right? And you can easily back up on that. But besides those things, if you are just wanting to figure out what to do with your hour and you want to do it kind of on your own and not follow any prescribed uh, words that I write, then uh, let me suggest that you look at various sections and uh, of your quiet time. So first, you should probably start off with some sort of praise, right? Singing, poetry, dance, scripture, worship, art. I mean, there's so many ways to praise God, right? And it's you're praising him for what he's done, for what he's currently doing, and for what you believe he will do, right? Okay. Secondly, you want to repent. We all sin, come short of the glory of God. And probably we sin daily, 
And so we ask for repentance. We, we repent because we, we need God's forgiveness. We ask for his forgiveness for known sin. And it's, you know, it's really good if you speak it out loud uh, for unknown sin. Obviously, you're asking God to show you the things that you don't see currently. And then you want to repent for the people in your household, for your loved ones, for the community, our country, Israel, and so on. Because if you follow the scriptures and, and read like Daniel or, or Solomon, when they prayed, they always repented not only for themselves, but they repented for the people. And then the third thing we do is we have to think if there's somebody who's hurt us that we're upset with and we haven't forgiven them. Now, forgiveness is kind of complicated because most people who are believers will say, oh, I forgave them. But uh, honestly, if you try and figure out what forgiveness means, you will see that it's very possible you did not forgive them. And if they've done harm for you, you're still feeling that and you still will walk the other way, if you see them, uh, you won't. Uh, you, you're telling friends about what happened. Uh, all of these are signs that you have not forgiven. And we can talk about forgiveness another time. I mean, we can spend an hour just on forgiveness. But um, so that's the third thing I would recommend. The fourth is that we are to rebuke the enemy in the name of Yeshua by the blood of Yeshua. Look, um, why do we do this? Well, it's a spiritual war. And so when we rebuke the enemy, the enemy has to leave. And so we command the enemy to leave. We bind up generational curses. We list areas of struggle and come against the enemy's plans. We bind up the, uh, the enemy's ability to lie, confuse, cause division, and distract us. We take authority over the enemy who's trying to steal our faith. It is a, it, it is definitely a battlefield out here. And if you're, if you're really sold out for the Lord, you can expect attacks. Then I would recommend after that that you listen and expect. In other words, listen for God's voice in his word, in, in the spirit. Um, just what God, what you're sensing that God is wanting you to hear. An inner sense that he's speaking to you. Listen for any revelations that he is um, downloading into your spirit. And then pray for revival, revival for yourself. I believe we have to pray for ourselves first, not because we're more important, but when we are excited about God, and we sense God's Spirit in us, then it makes us more able to pray for others and and to do it with more faith. So we start out praying for our faith and the ability to trust God completely, which is such a difficult, difficult thing to do. Look, we pray for God's Word to go deep into our spirit, and we pray for the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We pray for the gifts of the Spirit. You know, there's the fivefold ministry of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. But there are many other gifts. You know, a prayer warrior is a gift, a servant, a worshiper. And we see gifts of manifestations like prophecy, speaking and interpreting in tongues, faith, healing, miracles, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discerning of spirits. For those of you who don't think the gifts are for today, well, um, we can talk about that some other time when we we can go through the scripture. But I would say that scripture makes it very clear that that the gifts are for today. And then uh, after that, we pray for others. We pray for revival, salvations, and healings for our family, our friends. You know, healing is, is not just physical. It's spiritual, emotional, financial, relationships. And we pray for our circumstances and for other people's circumstances. We pray for our leaders, our spiritual leaders, our political leaders in Israel, in the United States. We pray what we call for the seven uh, mountains of influence to change the culture. How many of you want to change the culture? So pray for the businesses. Pray for our educational system. Boy, we could take a few hours on that. Pray for the government. And yes, for President Biden and the cabinet and the the Supreme Court as they are getting even more important. And, And just... Family and media and, and, and religion and arts and entertainment. Pray, pray for your enemies. There is so much to pray for. Uh, so how many of you feel that we can take an hour? <laughs> because, I mean, I'm just taking 25 minutes just to explain what we should pray for. <laughs> and that's not even the specifics. And then we should de- declare and proclaim. Now, what that means is basically pray scripture. And I really feel that Isaiah uh, 61, 1 through 4, is one of the greatest scriptures. It's already uh, written so that you are speaking it. The Even though it's... it's uh, you know, it's about Yeshua and, and what he did in the New Covenant. He spoke these words. This was the reading in the Torah, uh, in the Haftorah, which is the uh, prophets. And um, he was reading in the synagogue, and this is what he read, and we are declaring it for ourselves. The Ruach of Adonai, or the Ruach Elohim, the, the, this, the Spirit of the Lord God is on me because Adonai has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of Adonai's favor and the day of our God's vengeance, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, 
that they might be called, and they, meaning the people that you've ministered to, they might be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of Adonai, that he may be glorified. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will restore former desolations. They will repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Wow, this would be revival, right? The ruined cities would be repaired, the desolations of many generations, these generational curses. I mean, and, and we are part of this because we have, we have certainly brought this to, ministered it to people. Well, the last thing we would do in this time of hour is give thanks. And I have to give thanks because it's, I've run out of time, and we'll have to continue this next week. But I give thanks for the year 2023, and I am looking forward to the year 2024. And I pray for each of our listeners to have an amazing year and that they would each grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray for this in the name of Yeshua. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.